Hey, what's up, y'all? Grace and peace to you. I hope all is well with you. Uh, I pray God's peace that transcends all understanding to be upon your life. I, I just claim God's shalom over your everything today. Um, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Um, yeah, just, you know, just in praying and reading, um, I think I shared with you guys last week or, you know, for Lent, <clears throat> I have chose to fast my, my time, uh, to the Lord and, uh, I'm reading through the Bible in 40 days is what I'm trying to do. So by, you know, fasting from my time means I'm giving God my time and, you know, I'm having to, you know, read, uh, several hours a day. Um, the Word of God to stay on track. Um, it's just been amazing reading the Bible from beginning to end. And um, as I got into Samuel, the Lord just just highlighted um, the lack of faith in Israel. As I started reading through, you know, Judges and then into Samuel and and Kings, and just uh, the lack of faith in the people of Israel. You know, after God delivered them, and the similarity to to us today and our lack of faith in our life and so I wanted to touch on lack of faith and uh, versus swift obedience, you know. Um, again, obedience is greater than sacrifice. You know, we we sacrifice, I don't know, that means a lot of things. But, you know, the things we do, the things how we serve or other things that we do, uh, feeling we need to do them to please God versus uh, swift obedience when he tells us to do something we don't really want to do, right? But we know we're supposed to do. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. Um, and I want to talk about David a little bit today too. So again, I mean, the last few weeks are actually all through this year. You know, quick recap again, being the light of the world, arise, shine, get up off the couch, getting out into the world, sharing the gospel, sharing heaven with people because the Lord is coming back. Um, fiery faith, you know, we learned about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abendo, uh, Abednego, the great faith that they had in front of the king, you know, being thrown into a furnace, you know, just amazing miracles happening. And then we talked about, uh, what was it, bold faith with Elijah I mean, I'm like humble arrogance, almost being cocky with our faith because, again, we're a new creation when we receive the Lord and, you know, ask Him to be our Lord and Savior. We get baptized. The old man dies. We're now, it's now our spirit with, with the spirit of the Lord, you know, with Jesus Christ living inside of us. We're a new creation. And we, we approach this life with authority, kingdom authority to do what God has called us to do. It's not our authority. It's our swift obedience in our, in our bold faith right, in our fiery faith that allows us to step out in faith and, and to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, you know, do all these things that God has commanded us to do in the Bible, all in the name of Jesus, again, not in, not in our name. So this week, I want to I wanna counter that with lack of faith, you know, because, you know, we've lived life um, Filled with faith, God's done great things in our life, and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we, we run into seasons where we have a lack of faith, and maybe we feel we're not qualified, um, is kind of where I want to start today. So this is with David, this is out of First 
Samuel 16, and it's in verse 7, but but the Lord said to Samuel, this is when Samuel is going to choose uh, David and anoint him, right? Um, Verse 7, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So that's an encouragement to all y'all that, you know, God looks at our heart. So never disqualify yourself from, you know, what God's calling you to do. Um, Knowing that God looks um, at the heart. Now, God had done some great things in David's life up to that point. Again, he he took care of the sheep, and he was out in the fields, but he actually had an encounter with a lion, um, where he defeated a lion, where he defeated a bear. You know, little David, right? Little young David, not a 10-foot giant, just a little man, and God did some great things uh, for him, right? And he remembered those things as he... uh, came to the battle lines as we move forward a little bit, and we know the story of of David and Goliath. And, uh, you know, so this battle's going on, and the Philistines keep sending their giant um, out, and the guy's just calling them out, mocking Israel. You know, again, Israel just forgetting uh, what they've been delivered from, the, the power that they have in the Lord, everything God's done to them at this point. They're afraid. Of Goliath and then David in verse 26 here, 1 Samuel 17, 26. And David spoke to the men who stood by him saying, you know, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine (laughs) that he should defy the armies of the living God? So, you know, David just had this, this great faith, right? Um, Again, outward appearance, the way man looked at him, he didn't look like the right guy for the job. God looks at the heart. God chose this man, and uh, he had obedience to the Lord. And uh, we know the story. He he went on and, and took down Goliath. You know, so now David becomes king, and this is where, you know, as you read through the book of Samuel and you read through the book of Kings, you just see where there's peace in the land, and then it says that Israel did what was wicked in the eyes of the Lord. They went back to their old ways. <clears throat> and then, you know what I mean? And then God delivers them again. And then Israel goes back to their old ways. They just have this this continued lack of faith um, after being delivered. You know, there was always reminders. You know, when they crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to go and grab 12 stones and build an altar of remembrance. You know, and I want to encourage all of you today to to build altars of remembrance of the of the things that God has done for you, the, the prayers that he's answered, the mighty things that have happened in your life. We need to always remember those things. We need to explain them to our children. We need to explain them as testimonies to those around us. And we need to use those to encourage our faith. You know, and that's what those are there for. You know, it's, it's to encourage and continue to stoke that fiery faith that we have inside, which stirs us to swift obedience in a scary situation versus, you know, having a lack of faith in any given situation. So, um, so be cautious, you know, um, I want to encourage y'all to, to look in the mirror today. I don't know where you are with these, the messages coming into this year and I hope they've been encouraging and, and to us stepping up in our faith and stepping out more for the Lord and sharing his gospel and, and preparing 
God's children for his return, right? Preparing the bride for God's return because he is coming back. And um, and we need to have great faith. So um, one way to do that, again, is we, is we talk about lack of faith. The opposite of that is swift obedience. You know, when God says to go, go. You know, we always want 15 confirmations about something when we know in our heart that we've heard from the Lord to do something. Uh, to love someone, to talk to someone. It could be as simple as that. Smile at someone. You know, stop what you're doing, go over there and talk to that person. Listen to that person, right? Um, so that takes swift obedience. And I and I tell you what, man, I mean, kingdom living is just amazing. You know, living in the kingdom of God here on earth now uh, is incredible when we live for the Lord. And to, to walk the earth like Jesus did and to, to be compassionate towards people and to walk in power um, just all for the advancement of God's kingdom. And we're all called to do that. All right? So check yourself today if you have any lack of faith uh, in any area. And again, you just you see it in Israel, and uh, there was always a remnant that came as the church would grow. There'd be peace in the land. You know, their faith grew a little bit, and then they would all fall again, and then there'd be a remnant, you know. And the remnant is those of us that are on fire for the Lord that continue to remain through these processes, through the ups and downs of life, through everything we see on TV, the wars that are going on and all that stuff. None of this stuff should phase us at all. You know what I mean? We need to keep pushing on, keep advancing God's kingdom, quit paying attention. I mean, pray for what's going on. It's very sad what's going on. We need to pray for our world. That's our job. Um, if you have a way to help uh, what's going on in the world and that's and you're in a position to do that, then do that. Um, but for most of us, all we can do is pray. We shouldn't be upset. We shouldn't grumble and complain. We shouldn't, you know what I mean, allow anything to distract us from our calling to advance God's kingdom. So I bless you all with swift obedience today, uh, that you would just step into what God is calling you to do uh, immediately and, and not wait and stand around because you may miss out. And um, I want to encourage us all to keep our lamps full um, as we don't know when he's coming back. We always need to be ready. Amen. God bless you guys.